think your I don't think your body's made correctly, sir. <laughs> Zach was just telling me how he goes feral when Cecily goes out of town, and it was just getting interesting. So the first thing you do when she leaves is you take a shit. In the I backyard. take a shit in the backyard. I kill one of my male neighbors for to show dominance. <laughs> Uh, do you put the body in the front yard on a stake? Uh, I do, I do, and then I and then I piss on all of his stuff, on his wife, on his kids, uh, piss on everything. Yeah. Um, right. And then uh, I, the next thing I do is, um, I don't want to say marathon masturbate, but I don't have another grouping of words to directly explain it, so. That's fine. Uh, um, it, we don't want you to say it either. Uh, uh, <laughs> And it, you know, usually I eat terribly, like much worse than I already do. That was going to be my first question: is what is what do you eat so, when she's gone? Yesterday was bangers and mash um, oh. for lunch and dinner. I uh, made a delicious brisket sausage and mm-hmm. mashed potatoes. Was that a out of old, your like, neighbor's intestines? No. Well, yes, I was digging through his intestines just for like funsies, and I was like, "Ooh, brisket." Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Because, you know, it takes a while to break that down. Um, yeah. I actually I spent like 12 <laughs> hours yesterday rearranging. I For whatever reason, I was a real, a real manic yesterday, a little bit today too. Mm. And I rearranged my studio, and it was a mistake. Uh, oh, no. equip, Equipment-wise, like I just moved. Oh. I moved, and then... Because you got to unplug oh, shit. Oh, all the then, shit. So yeah. much shit. And I was like pretty trapped, pretty trapped in mania. I couldn't like get anything else done or focus on anything else. So I, I was picturing you trapped in your studio, like you had rearranged it to where <laughs> you were in a corner and <laughs> you couldn't get out. No. Never, never go into so a room you can't get out of. <laughs> when you said uh, you had been pretty manic, I heard you were being romantic. And I was like, is that how you show uh, Cecily romance? No wonder she's left you. Right. No. When she comes home, she'll see that I, I have made the proper amount of sacrifices to the moon god, and I am mm-hmm. the champion stud on the block. Now, even though I am mm-hmm. not functionally able to procreate, all other feral women around me should choose me just from my pheromones alone. Yeah, right. Great. And I guarantee, listeners, that we go a bit feral when you aren't listening. So Jesus Christ. It's important for you to listen. Yeah. So, real quick, top of the show. Yeah. Real quick. Yeah. Okay, I listened to Devil's Diary. And And this was the episode you were out of town. Yeah, it was. Mm -hmm. It was. And, you know, I don't have a problem with you guys doing a a show without me. I I really don't. What I do have a problem with is the constant flow uh, of disrespecting me. um, Mm -hmm. The the incessant uh, verbal barrages of insults hurled upon me. And uh-huh. the what do we call him? What do we call him, my fan? The Zack Snatches? No. <laughs> sure, the Balls Wells. Yeah. Wait. So how is that different when you are here? Because I can defend myself here, but um, oh, okay. you know, I uh, so there was something about boots. I don't remember. I had notes. Quaking. You were quaking. Oh, oh you were no. quaking. There was no boots. quaking. Yeah, right. I wasn't wearing boots. Uh, I am physically afraid of Stephanie when I am in direct relation sure. to her, but. Uh, right. Over the airwaves, fuck that bitch. Um, no, it, honestly, it was actually a really good show, and I got a really good compliment for you guys specifically. Uh, our good friend, boop boop. I you do the beeps. I'll you, say that. I'll, be, right. I'll beep. I'll beep it you, out. You beep yeah. It. Yeah. I oh, saw yeah. her over the weekend. 
you know, I haven't seen her since Christmas of last year. Yeah. And she was like, when you told me about the podcast, she's like, I assumed it would be like, I thought it was your, your podcast. And I was like, oh, no, 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 no. She's like, you're hilarious. But those two ladies, they fucking slay <laughs> it and knock it out of the park every fucking Aww. episode. So in listening Aww. to the episode where I was missing, once again, you guys slayed it. You really didn't even know that I was missing. Now, I think you mentioned me enough, you know, yeah. that uh, I, I still felt to. in spirit. But um, I'm going to say I'm going to say again, Zach, I I really think uh, I really think you might be a narcissist because I think we mentioned you like twice. You know, it was six times and I have the (laughs) timestamps around here somewhere. Let me go through my paperwork. I would split the difference and say maybe it was three or four. But yeah, well, yeah, you did say you had notes, but you clearly don't. I did. The thing is, I keep all my notes in my mind where they're harder to get. You know what I mean? Yeah. And to right? hold on. So the right. government yeah. can't get okay. them. Right. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Exactly. Mm-hmm. So you guys want to hear a fun story that happened to me uh, last Thursday yes. that involves the cops? Yes. Oh, yeah. So uh, Thursday I'm leaving work and, you know, I, my, my complex, if you're going to pull out on William Cannon, is right turn only. Huge median. You know, yeah. no, you can't. Yeah. There's nothing you can do but turn right. So, of course, I'm looking left to follow, to watch oncoming traffic, and finally traffic clears, and I start to go out, and a guy with his body physically smacks into the side of my car. Ah! And what? starts screaming, holy fuck, you ran me over, I can't fucking believe... And he had a female companion behind him pushing a baby stroller. Uh, and the baby oh, stroller had, yeah. uh, just was full of shit. It didn't have a baby in it. Yeah. Oh, it wouldn't have a baby she, in it? No. Fuck these people. So she starts screaming, I'm fucking calling the cops. You're going to fucking jail. And uh, Ray was on, on Bluetooth with me. And You're going to I, jail? Yeah. <laughs> apparently I called the guy a sack of shit and I was just screaming. And they were like, you're going to go. And like that, I tried to, to get around the guy and pull up because I was like, I don't fucking feel like dealing with this. Guy ran in yeah. front of, ran into William Cannon, ran in front of my car and like put his hand on my car. It was Whoa. like, you're trying to fucking run me over again. Oh my Whoa. God. So I hang up on Ray. A lot of crazily homeless uh, in that particular yes, part of town. there is. Yeah, so long story short, I call 911. The cops took about 15 minutes to show up. Jesus because they, Christ. And Because they weren't worried. Right. And right. the guy, so they show up. They don't even have their lights on. Like Literally two seconds before they pulled into the driveway, the guy was like, fuck this, I'm going to the hospital. Now, this guy's been walking around the parking lot, totally fine. Cops show up. Then about 10 minutes later, a fire truck and an ambulance show up. Oh, my and God. I heard the cop talking to the guy, and the guy, and the cop was like, Sir, you're going to have to tell me what you want me to do. I don't know what you want me to do. She's not going to jail. Yeah. I'm not taking her to jail. And he's like, oh, so she can run me over and I get fucked? And he was like, this was assault with deadly uh, deadly weapon. And I, like, oh I had actually God. started crying and that I started bursting out. I burst out laughing. I was like, that is ludicrous. Oh, I forgot to mention that. So the reason I mentioned he was walking around is when the cops showed up, he suddenly couldn't put any weight on his right foot. Uh, and, but, no. but when he got really mad at the cop, all of a sudden his limp disappeared again. And I was like, that's a right. really strange limp. Like, how weird yeah. is that limp? Um, so, yeah, I mean, as nothing happened to me. The cops apologized to me. I apologized to them. I was like, I'm sorry that we're wasting your time. So that was yeah. my fun my fun Thursday. I really I think, enjoyed it. Yeah, well, I think you were getting grifted, man. I think this, yeah. Is, yeah, totally. this was a grift. Yeah, 
I, I am wondering, and this is what I told my mom, is that, you know, I, I, I made the assumption, and I don't know, I don't have any proof that these two individuals were homeless. I would imagine so, because most people don't push around their belongings in a baby stroller. Right. I'm going to go ahead and make, I, I know you don't want to make that uh, assumption. I'll make it for you. Those people are fucking homeless. Yeah, I'm pretty sure. Um, but, you know, I also think it really sucks that, that like, they feel push to victimize other people like something's happened to you in your life and um so once in portland i bought a joke from a homeless guy he offered he followed me and said hey i will sell you a joke for three bucks and i was, was wasted well i'm about to tell yeah. you it's not Yay! very good but okay. i was wasted and i was like here you goes here's five dollars give it to me and he goes <clears throat> i'm gonna try to do it in his voice and it's gonna sound like some generalized homeless voice here we go <clears throat> Hey, what? Uh, 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 ah, shit. Oh, why? Uh, why can't Barbie get pregnant? I don't know. Why can't Barbie? Hey, uh, fuck. Because uh, Ken comes in a separate box. That's pretty good. That's uh. pretty good. I paid three bucks for that joke. Yeah, this was like um in the daytime. I mean, well, I love, in the daytime. I love poor, yeah, that's a nighttime joke, is what I'm saying. Like, yeah. that's, uh, an, yeah, that's an after gone. hours joke. <laughs> yeah. Has any of this uh, at all been able to segue? Homelessness, Portland, uh, coming in a box with Ken. Any of this been segue you material? You know where homeless people tend not to live? Under the bed. Because they don't have a bed. Usually. Because they don't have a home. Yeah. We did it. We did it, guys. Yeah, 27 minutes in. It. We're a lifeline. We're podcasts about Lifetime movies with wine. I'm Stephanie. I'm still stoically Rachel. Make sure you check out last week's episode where we discussed Zombie at 17 from 2018. Oh, Rach, I hate to tell you, but you owe me two of Zach's kidneys. Wait. Because the father did leave. Oh. Wait, 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 wait. wait. <laughs> Wait, dun, wait, dun, wait. Dun. <laughs> yeah, so pay up, Zach. Wait, which one do you have one of? Is that liver or kidney? Liver. How do I, how do, I don't understand how my kidneys got involved in your bet. Because. <laughs> that was Rachel. I always use the kidneys yeah. as kind of a, de- because here's my. Th- but not her but, own. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I've never used my own, but here's my thing. Like, people always like, you know, jokingly are like, oh, yeah, if you do me this favor, I'll give you my firstborn. What the fuck would I want that? Oh, yeah. Don't Nobody give me a baby. <laughs> so I always say kidneys because most likely, you know, All right. somebody well, somewhere is going to actually need a kidney, what, regardless of, like, you actually physically need it or if you want to sell in the black market. I'll so, never welch on a bet, so you can have them. They're yours. I need them for a minute, well, but... I don't think, Zach, anybody wants your kidneys. No offense. Okay, great. I have a great I renal don't. system. I know. I don't know why that sounded because really the word renal awful. sounds awful. The, word the renal, renal sounds bad. bad. Yeah, yeah. It sounds almost like anal. Glomulars. A lot. Yeah. Ooh, what if that's someone's fetish? Like looking up on Horn- Pornhub. I almost called it Hornpub. Hornpub. Why don't we start a website called Hornpub? I was thinking Horn- just a bar full it's of where, ri- yeah, with rhino you, de- yeah, decor. With, decor. Yeah. Or 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 uh, brass. Yeah. You know, brass instruments. Yeah. And glory holes, just to tie it in. <laughs> Obviously. Yeah. Sounds like it should be in Ireland. Welcome to Horn Welcome Pub. Welcome to Horn Pub. It would be Horn O Pub. Oh, Horn O Pub. <laughs> oh, Horn O Pub. Horn. Which sounds a. Yeah. We're doing it, guys. Oh, Horn O Pub. We're doing it. We've all got the small wieners, so we've got tiny little glory holes. <laughs> They're just like. 
Cornichions. What's a cornichion? Oh, yeah. oh, the best pickle in the world? They're teeny tiny little pickles. Oh. Are those, those, those they're those like little the... tiny and they're like they're like got warts on them, but yes. they're delicious. Like yes. I don't want to that's a bad No, no, bad. but they're, they're, they're very bumpy. Those are cornichions. Cor- cornichions. Because you get those at like um Cornichons. Like at fancy parties. Yeah. You know, with the mini corn. Yeah. And yeah. The, yeah. yeah. If you call them cornichions, people think you're very sophisticated. You're like those little fucking tiny pickles. They think you're kind of yeah. you know, not so sophisticated. Hey, you got any of those little uh, tiny fucking cornichions? Hey, I did both. I did both hey. things. No, they come in another box. Ah. Ah. Speaking of boxes, call. Speaking of boxes, we have a listener email. It's brief yet informational. Okay. From Sandy in Houston, Texas, it says, "Love you guys," and then she sent a link for the Wikipedia page for Degrassi. Oh, oh wow. goodness gracious. What is it? Yeah. It's a Canadian. Mm, I'm out. <laughs> yep. Uh, Me too. That's all you Canadian have to say. <laughs> teen drama franchise that follows the lives of youths who lived on or near the eponymous Degrassi Street in Toronto, Ontario. The franchise spans five main series. The Kids of Degrassi Street, Degrassi Junior High, Degrassi High, Degrassi The Next Generation, and Degrassi Next Class, as well as television specials and made-for-TV films. The first part of the of the series came out in 79. What? Is yeah. the, isn't that insane? Yeah. It's that is... so it's been around forever. How are how are we all just now learning about this then? I knew about well, Degrassi. And then I knew about it. Well, you did okay. Well, we were talking about You're it when super you were. Cool. Well, we talked about it in two episodes, though, because you you were, you just never spoke up. That's fine. I don't want to mansplain Degrassi to you guys. It's where Drake comes from, the rapper. He came from Degrassi. He, he, he did uh, in the late '90s. They did a Degrassi high, and he was he he played the kid in the wheelchair. Look him up. It's hilarious because oh. now he's a tough guy. But then anytime you think about it, just go look up that picture of him and Degrassi. Oh, my God. That's hilarious. Yeah. Well, yeah. I mean, it's been, uh, yeah, it started in 79. And then the, the latest one is The Next Class, which uh, 2016. Oh, but then on March 7th, 2019, Stefan Brog, Brog, Brogren, that's an unfortunate name, confirmed the show was canceled. Forever? Gosh. After like a 40, I guess so. Or maybe they're talking about just The Next right. Class. Sandy, thank you so much for emailing us and schooling us on Degrassi. That was an accidental pun because it's about kids in school. If you want to email us, <laughs> email us at lifelinepodcast at gmail.com and we will read your email on the air. Uh, also, while you're at it, give us five stars and rate us on iTunes. Apple Podcasts. You sons of bitches. Sorry. <laughs> Sorry. That vacation didn't chill you out. So, yeah, I guess, Zach. We, I mean, we just told you the name of the movie. I missed it, though. This, I, you, I will I tell you again. But since you haven't seen it, uh, this is where you tell us what you think the movie's about based solely on the title. And it's called Under the Bed. Oh, I'd see you. Di- All right. I didn't miss that. I thought yeah, yeah. that it was like a baba under the bed or ha under the bed. Right. And we did just recently do Killer Under the Bed, right. which it's this is completely unrelated. It just so happens. This is just killer. under the bed. It's just under we're the just bed. under the bed. Old fashioned. Old fashioned <laughs> just your average old. We're just yeah. they're just hiding under the bed. So mm-hmm. this this movie is about that collection 
of sweaters you don't wear anymore that and I'm talking to the ladies out there maybe there's some dudes but I, I've lived with several ladies every lady I've ever lived with several like three um, but all of them have one of them was your mom one of them was my mother <laughs> and your sister uh, uh, well damn it's like seven or something. <laughs> all of them have a large Tupperware bin mm-hmm. neatly folded and stacked inside are uh, up to 11 sweaters so these sweaters get to talking Right, because they're sick of living under the bed. Some of them are Christmas sweaters. So one of them is a is a it was an ill-fated Cosby sweater from a Halloween in two thousand four. Uh, um, you know, uh, so they're, they're, the sweaters are getting together, and um, they decide they're gonna they're gonna break out and they're gonna escape. And the lady that owns these sweaters is the character's name is Tilda Swinton. The character's name is Tilda. Played by Jennifer okay. Jason Lee's mm. gardener's daughter. Okay. Uh, um, and the sweaters finally escape, but instead of killing Jennifer Jason Lee's gardener's daughter, they uh, they decide that they're going to open a bed and breakfast in Vermont. Oh. And so they okay. get the bed and breakfast going, and summertime comes, and what they don't realize is in Vermont... It's filled with moths, and the moths descend <laughs> upon the sweaters. And Jennifer Jason Lee's gardener's daughter tried to warn them and said, I, I was keeping you safe as Stephanie is smashing everything around her and I, spilling things. I, I think that was the sweater's revenge, honestly. Oh, well, no, that's part, that's part two, sweater's revenge, where the, the, the <laughs> children... More sweaty! The children of the sweaters, which are now... Uh, knit shorts for fancy boys um, just do a bunch of pesticides. They smoke pesticides. I don't know. I lost it. But that's the movie Under the Bed! I was, I was, I was like really on board with that. I really thought you, you redeemed yourself on that one. Uh, uh, yeah, no, I think that was really uh, well, stupid a fantastic shit. No, Zach, I have a question for okay. you. Where do you put your winter clothes? Um, I, I, my winter clothes are hoodies and flannels, and they just hang in the closet where they always hang all year round. And then I get what I like to call shoulder titties, you know, when you put a shirt on for the first time in six months, and there's the little, you know, the little hanger oh. dent. Oh, little. I, call, oh, yeah. I don't know why. But I call them shoulder tips. It's pretty descriptive. I get what you're saying. So uh, I will say, Zach, I must be... I must be a man because I feel like Ginger is absolutely determined by what's in your closet because I'm with you. I First of all, sweaters suck for the most part. They're like... You can't... Like, if you get an itch, you can't even scratch yourself. Like, you actually have to go in the bathroom and disrobe just to scratch yourself very well. Uh, so I'm, I'm mostly against sweaters. So I have, like, three... Really? But you're so cold-natured. No, not anymore. Not since I got fat. Oh, uh, oh congrats. Thanks. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Welcome to my world. When, when you, you're basically a bone with some flesh wrapped around it. Like one, mm. you know, like you're basically a Delicious. brontosaurus femur. That's I'm like been... Chinese barbecue. Ooh, yeah. You're a Korean <laughs> rib. Which oh, is not Chinese. Not man. Chinese, but that's what it made me think They're of all the Korean same, ribs. though, right, Rachel? Whoa, like whoa, 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 whoa. <laughs> we just lost the Korean account. Oh, they've been well, I gone. think we've lost that. We lost that. Yeah, I think gone. we've lost that multiple times. Yeah. 
so on, I'm on the IMDb as normal, doing my yeah. on on show research. Yeah. Um, this looks like a legitimately scary movie. There's a monster in it. It had its moments. Yeah, I was impressed actually. Well, here, let, right. yeah, let me give you. Let's the get into it. Summary. Yeah. Yeah. Troubled teen Neil Houseman returns home after spending two years away from his family after his mother's fatal accident. Reunited with his younger brother, Polly, Neil discovers <laughs> <laughs> that the demons he thought were just dreams are not only real, but still terrorizing his brother from under the bed. Oh. No, wait, here's my only concern about this, uh, and maybe, and, and we'll, we'll definitely do a deeper dive, mm-hmm. but were there demons? Or was there a demon? Oh, I don't know. I didn't write this description. I'm no, I know you internet. didn't write it. I'm yelling at the person who wrote it. Yeah. Because I was yeah. under the impression it was a demon. And there was only a credit for one monster. And his name was Ivan Dujup. Oh, I didn't. That's wow. Du, du, they had du, to get a, a Russian du, guy, obviously. Uh, oh, I thought he was Swedish. But they had to get a Swedish Russian guy. You know. Actually, that is like my dream job is to be Just to be the monster. To be a monster, like how cool of a job? Because you don't have to act. How do you get that job? Like, hi, I'm here to play for the part of monster. Rawr, 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 rawr. I, I disagree, yeah. Rachel. You you have to act to be to be a monster. You got to use you're your in full costume. Using your using your body is acting. You know what I mean? Look at Jim yeah. Carrey. He's made an entire career out yeah, of it, I guess. You can still of... see Jim, Jim Carrey. Like, I just feel like if you're in full costume, I can see your face, and all you are is angry demon that doesn't speak an uh, like a recognizable language. All you have you're to just do a is physicality. Like, yeah. It's it's physicality. just a physicality as yeah. opposed to emotion. Yeah. yeah. And with my giant broad shoulders, I feel like I'm really well equipped to be a giant monster. You Rachel, are a monster, why don't you Rachel. Just start applying <laughs> for monster jobs. That would be fucking awesome. Wait, Lifetime, call me. Can you yeah. go on monster.com if that even still exists <laughs> and look for monster jobs? That's yeah. actually how it started. Yeah. I mean, it was yeah. actually, yeah. Uh, Vincent, uh, Vince, Vince Price. Was that the Vincent Vince Price? You, yeah, that's what his friends yeah. called him. Yeah. So, like, what if you, what, what if <laughs> you got. Like, you're like, hey, we need you to come over Saturday and be a monster. And you go over there, you're like, all right, I'm ready to be a monster. And they're like, cool, punch all these orphans. <laughs> okay, well, that's it. Being, being that's like a an actual monster. Yeah. 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 They're like, join the Trump administration. Stephen, Stephen, not C. Miller. Not C. Miller. No. Wow, that's good. That's funny. <laughs> Yeah, this is directed by Stephen C. Miller. He's a full sale graduate. Me Zach. too. Yeah. 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 Maybe right, you guys know buddy. each other. We're really successful as full sale graduates. Mm-hmm. Well, at you least know? one of you are. Yeah. Right. Yep. Wait. Uh, wait. Oh, wait. <laughs> he's uh, he's uh, mainly horror movies. Done a movie called The Aggression Scale. He redid Silent Night, Deadly Night, the 1984 movie about a spree killer who wears a Santa suit. That uh, sounds badass. It's the original's good. I haven't seen his remake, which is just called Silent Night. Uh, yeah. And then we have Neil Houseman, who's played by Johnny Weston. I guess he's probably about 16, 17. He's from a movie called Chasing Mavericks and John dies at the end. Stories, oh, wow. Mm-hmm. 
Stories centered mainly around him and his little brother, Polly. I guess that is kind of a little kid name, but I always think of Polly Walnuts. Yeah. So I think of Polly Pocket. No, you're thinking of Joey Bag of Donuts. Oh, yeah, but no, Polly um, Walnuts, Walnuts from it's the just Poly, Yeah, right. Yeah, okay, I think okay. of Polly from Rocky, who is oh. like, I hate that character. Like, he's, he, yeah. he does a good job because you're supposed to hate Polly. Right, uh, yeah. Um, this this kid's like 10, I think. Uh, and he's played by Gatlin Griffith, who was in The Changeling, or just Changeling, with uh, Angelina I, I recognized... Musetta Vander played one of the sirens in Oh Brother, Where Art Thou? I, that's yeah, exactly. She was. That's, I immediately when I saw her, I was like, "Wait, yeah. mm-hmm. where have I seen this?" Because they she mesmerized me for that yeah. scene. Yeah, she's supposed. Did to. she still have her seventies look? Because that is what it's, uh, something I appreciated well, about her in this movie. She really looked like really seventies uh, stylish. Not well, yeah. Obviously, in, in Oh Brother, Where Art Thou? She plays. It's whatever year that came out, you know, the 20s or 30s. Um, or not what year it came out, but what it's supposed to take right. place. Yeah. <laughs> very, yeah. very technologically like, advanced yeah. for its time and time. I was like, I was thinking it was like early 2000s, but I guess yeah. I was wrong. Yeah, like, you're way off, Rachel. Yeah. Uh, she she did, I mean, I guess, yeah, we'll go ahead and talk about her. Yeah, Angela Houseman's there, the new stepmother. Um, and yeah, Musetta Vander, and she was she was in a lot of music videos. She was in Rod Stewart and Ronald Isley's video for "This Old Heart of Mine." In oh wow! Alice Cooper's "Bed of Nails." Yeah. Whoa. Yeah, she's she's, she's a very pretty stuff. woman. Like you can you can tell definitely, especially. I mean, she's still beautiful now, but in her younger mm-hmm. days, you could you could tell she must have been quite the looker. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah, I've seen like a bunch of movies with this lady in it. I knew I recognized yeah, she's, her. She's done a lot, yeah. And then the uh, the boy's father is played uh, is Terry Houseman. He's played by Peter Holden, who's in Goliath. He was in Dark Knight Rises. Uh, he's credited as the Applied Sciences Tech Number One. Uh, <laughs> oh, do you know him, Zach? Too? Yeah, I figured. I mean, I've seen, I've, I'll probably watch the Batman and the Christopher Nolan's trilogy tonight after this is yeah. over. I watch it I just, probably twice, three times a year. Yeah. <laughs> I just meant because you both have like applied science in your life. Oh, so I thought maybe, right. I thought maybe I am a full cell graduate. Science. And yes. you have an applied science degree. I figured you guys all knew each other. Here's the other. thing. There are so many people with applied science degrees. You can't know all of yeah. them. You just can't. You know, mm, yeah. Mm. Well, I bought some corn chips at the Seven Eleven the other day, and the guy who took my money had an applied sciences degree. So, for sure. How you, like, how do you get on these conversations, Stephanie? With like, do you you interview like every person who serves you? What degree do you have? I don't know if you're ready to serve this me. This didn't actually happen, Rachel. I was uh, making a oh. joke. Oh, uh, you're so. I good don't at buy it, corn Dan. chips. Right. I thought <laughs> I'm the not corn a monster. The corn chips was the the lead-in that let you know that was not a real. Right. Uh, yeah. Like, well, see, because she didn't even say a vegan. brand. She just said corn yeah, chips. Just said corn chips. Corn chips are vegan, so I figured. I figured. Yeah, I sounds... She might have made corn chips. Corn chips are pretty good. I don't know why we're knocking corn chips. Just say Fritos. Say say Fritos. No, no, they're not getting turned into Kleenex. Fritos is not going to be the next Kleenex mm. or Jello. All corn the chips next? because. Yeah. The Kleenex has uh, been Kleenex for like 70 fucking well, years. Well, she's talking like, about using the brand name as generic, yeah. Yes, thank you. Exactly. Stephanie got it. She got it. She knows what I'm talking about. She's, well, yeah. me and old Petey Holden hang out all the time. 
P.D. Holden. Right, right. Is that that's the applied the guy science guy? Dad. That's yeah. the applied si- He's the applied science guy in Dark Knight Rises. He's not, a, I don't, we right. don't know what he does. In Bill the Nye the applied science guy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. He's the name of the guy that works at the 7-Eleven. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> that was who stole, sold Stephanie corn chips. Right. Yep. Hi, uh, would you like me to see these corn chips on fire? I also said, would you like to see, see me? <laughs> I don't, okay, it doesn't matter. Yeah. Also, like that. guy, that guy was a terrible actor. So I don't know what he did in Dark Knight Rises, but terrible Well, actor. he didn't have a character name in the movie, so he couldn't yeah. have been that. He walks around okay. the clipboard. Yeah, he had probably had a white lab coat on. Yeah. Ray kept calling him, what did he kept calling him? Jeremy Galifianakis? Because we talked about how it, this guy looks like um, if Mark Ruffalo and Zach Galifianakis had a baby. And named him Jeremy. It would have been this guy. Yeah. Why Jeremy? <laughs> I, I don't know. I don't know. And, it, and <laughs> apparently they take Zach Galifianakis's name. Yeah. Well, obviously. Mark Ruffalo is obviously the woman in the relationship. Obviously the woman in the relationship. Yeah. Obviously. For sure. He's, yeah, for well, sure. He's, he's Zach the, Galifianakis he's is Greek, so he's the top. Yeah. Right. Okay. Yeah. He's, yeah. He's because he likes Oh, so Mark, Mark Ruffalo is his boy apprentice, as they would say back in the philosophy yeah. schools. Mm-hmm. Oh, this is just my yeah. boy apprentice. Uh, but he was physically like perfect for the role like like you could tell he had probably been good looking at one point in his life but he had like the the dad pot belly kind of the unkempt hair but it wasn't like wild and he had like the close uh shaved beard but like full beard and i i thought that like physically he looked like your everyday generic dad like if you were to go to costco and buy a dad he would be what you bought. Wait, Costco sells dads now? Yes. Yeah. I'm going to oh, get a membership. No. Oh. Yeah. You can go get oh, a dad. Oh, wow. I kind of feel actually like a dick for not buying you one sooner. I know. I mean, I had a birthday last year. And I know. this year. <laughs> Pretty much every year, honestly. <laughs> uh, so, like we said, the story, story is about Neil. He's this troubled teen. And the movie starts with him returning home after living with his aunt for the past two years following his mother's unexpected death. And he has believed that there has been a monster or who, according to who wrote the summary, multiple demons living under his bed. Only he has seen it. His little brother knows about it, but no one else knows about it. And he, uh, Neil tried to kill this thing with fire and mom died in the process. And so after this happened, Everybody thinks he's an arsonist. He's he's sent away. I don't know why he's sent to live with an, an aunt as opposed to like, you know, getting help if that's what they thought he needed. But that's neither here nor there because not much of this movie really makes that much sense. So None Mus- of this movie makes sense. <laughs> so wait, yeah. Musetta's dead? No, Musetta's no, that's a stepmom. Yeah. So that's his mom, mom, his mom dies. He's sent away for two years to live with his aunt in Florida and makes no return. And in that time, his mom, his mom, his dad his, mm-hmm. meets and marries another woman who is Musetta. Yeah. Which seems fast, but I think for second marriages or maybe third, who knows? Like my mom married Marty after knowing him for three months. I was, so. Well, and I have actually heard like there there are a lot of people who are very insulted uh, when uh, someone's spouse is spouse dies and then like the living spouse marries very quickly but i've actually heard that it's actually a really positive sign because that means they were so in love with their first spouse they actually have a hard time 
coping and being on their own. I know that sounds a little codependent, but it it's actually not healthy. Uh, it doesn't sound no, healthy the way you I, explain I, it. I don't know. That's not I've necessarily heard it's for us very, to say. It's, it's very, like, I'm probably explaining it in a very poor manner. Uh, but from what I, what the article that I read on this, I gathered was, it was actually a very positive thing that, you know, if you have a loved one who their spouse passes away or their partner passes away and then they move on very quickly, that's actually supposed to be more of a sign of, uh, they very much love that, that partner because Hmm. they want that feeling again. They love, they loved being in love and. You know, I think it's kind of yeah. the same as pets. Like people, you know, children, children probably not so much. You're not like, well, that one died. Let's just make a new one. Just make a new but, one. Yeah. But, you know, I mean, I feel like better. it was like that like a hundred years ago, but not now. Well, that's well, why they just had like 25 kids. kids. Yeah. So when yeah. one died, they didn't even notice. They were yeah. like, where's Zachariah? Tommy died Galifin of the shitting disease. Zachariah. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, well, and some people, you know, and and lots of times, you know, if men, if a man and a woman are married for a very long time, often if the man dies, the woman will continue to live on uh, longer than his flesh and eat. Yeah, eat. Yeah. Live feast off his body and then (laughs) hollow him out and live in him as his as her new home. Oh, man. (laughs) Why isn't it like that? Then lay her eggs, and her young will eat his right. insides as well. Exactly. He lives on providing sustenance. Yeah. That's yeah. actually we're, very we're... beautiful when you yeah. really think yes. about it. When Stephanie puts it that way. Yeah, right. <laughs> uh, but often men will, if a, if a man's wife dies, then the man will often die sooner than if it were the other way around. Right. Which means that... <laughs> because they can't figure out how to open the can of beans. Yeah. And so they just starve to death. Yeah, exactly. So, what I'm saying is men are lazy fucks. Well, and, and so That's this horrible. this could have been an example of, you know, he had uh, he had uh, he had kids and even though his oldest son wasn't home, he had, you know, the younger son and right. you know, maybe he just he he needed a partner. So, but the thing is, Terry is a giant asshole. He's <laughs> yelling. Why, like I'm like, was Terry actually written as that much of an asshole or was the guy just like not able to act? Because I felt like they were either either they just told him, "Sir, just scream Sir. at your children the entire time you're on." Stage. I could do that. <laughs> yes. Maybe he just had a hearing disorder. <laughs> Wait, are we laughing at? Are we laughing at the hearing impaired now? No, we're laughing at Terry. Yeah. Okay, good. And good. his acting good. method, like he, I don't he, mind either way. I just wanted to know well, who we were laughing was, at. He was a caricature. He's just your stereotypical angry yelling dad, and we don't know where his anger comes from. <laughs> yeah. Like, it doesn't make any sense. I mean, his his wife did die, and he is really worried about his sons, but it's like he has no no dimension or personality, like depth to his personality. Yeah. He's just always yelling at his kids. There's no other tone to him other than one brief moment when Neil says, well, I guess I should have just died with mom. And that's the oh. one moment that he's like, Okay, go to bed. Other than that, he's just like yelling all the time at these kids. And I'm like, no yeah. wonder they think there's monsters under the bed. They're psychologically scarred. Yeah. Well, maybe it, it it's makes... a metaphor. Well, right. And that's, and that, they, I have a theory on that. But okay. that, this, that this movie is a metaphor for abusive parenting. 
It seems that the anger is really only a motive for the boys to confront the monster on their own because he's not the dad's not a resource. Plus, it's just easier to make a character explosive as uh, opposed to, yeah. you know, having any any depth. But usually in these movies, even if a parent or family member has these issues, there's still love there on, on both sides. You know, even if there's conflict, it's like, well, I love you and I understand. We don't, I don't feel that with this character. I will say there was one moment that I actually did feel that, and that was at the dinner. So, like, the son mm-hmm. comes mm-hmm. home, and we can get into this, because I think we should get into all the opening scenes of the mm-hmm. party at the house, the, the, the kids going to the diner. But when they're having dinner that night, Neil, who just came home that day, like gently throws a tomato or something from the salad at his little brother and everyone at the table laughs. Yeah. And you see, that is the only time you see Terry kind of like have a personality and he kind of appreciates that, like, you know, his sons are back. They're having this little like, you know, Mm -hmm. you know, sibling like, oh, Teasing. I'm going to be hilarious. Like, I'm going to do something that I know is inappropriate, but it's not that big of a deal. And and that was the that was the one moment that I thought there was, like, actually more to Terry. There might have been. Yeah. You might have actually seen that maybe he, at one point, actually liked his family. Yeah. Or maybe so. he yeah. smiled because he wanted his son to th- throw the tomato at the other kid he hated more. He's like, yeah. No, I think he hated the oldest son. (laughs) Okay. Yeah, they usually hate the troublemaker most, the middle child, and he was. Well, usually usually the middle middle child. child. I wonder if there was an older kid that died that we don't know of, because Neil seemed very much like a middle child. Middle child, child? yeah. As a middle child, I can, I can, I as a middle childologist, yeah. As a middle childologist. So you think Terry, Terry killed one of his sons? No. What you're saying? No. Well, we don't know. We don't know. I mean, maybe. Maybe the older kid died from the monster, and we just don't talk about it. Oh, that. shit. Now that's yeah. good. Put that yep. in the movie. Yeah, come on, Lifetime. <laughs> so uh, Rotten Tomatoes, critics have a 40% Rotten Tomatoes score, which is really high. They were all drunk that day. They must have been. But the audience, uh, audience is 14% on Rotten yeah, Tomatoes. Okay. 4.6 out of 10 on IMDb and 3.6 out of 5 on Amazon, which, again, is very high. Yeah. I, uh, well, I was going to say, I like, I don't think the 14% is fair because I'll say that this will just be my hot take. Pew, pew, pew. <laughs> the huh. acting was shit. All right. It was terrible. It was terrible acting. Mm-hmm. But actually, I jumped a couple of times and not and oh, my God, it was gruesome. There were some scenes I was like, is this really Lifetime? And for you people who didn't couldn't see me, I was like doing side glances like looking. Whoa. Uh, uh, (laughs) And there was there was cussing in this movie. Yeah. Like like, three F words. Three F words in a Lifetime movie? All different ones. No, it was all one F Oh my fucking God. There were a couple heads ripped off. What? Not to get too far into this, but... Those Hell are the best yeah! Parts. Yeah, yeah. There was a there okay. was a nice white door that got just splattered in blood. Not mm-hmm. CGI blood. Not no. I'm pretty Not sure it was CGI blood. Well, to be fair though, a door is much cheaper than a pool. For like, sure, that's yeah. true. Yeah, especially those doors because we have them, and I think they're fifty nine dollars at like big lots. 
Right, you uh-huh. could like push your finger through it if yeah. you wanted to. <laughs> Does Big Lots sell dads as well? No, you don't want a Big no, Lots no. dad. Okay. You don't want a Big Lots dad. I, you know what, Stephanie? Okay, here's the time to finally tell you this. I did actually get you a Big Lots dad one time. Uh, oh, what happened to him? He stole her VCR and left. That's what you Wait, get with a Big Lots say, dad. Was he expired and he yeah. was already dead by the time you got home? Uh, a bit of that and a bit of what Zach said. Um, <laughs> yeah, and like he... Uh, he wore Bill Cosby sweaters too, which is why I thought he was charming. I thought he was charming. So this was and a while ago. And you don't remember ago. anything, right? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And the guy was always offering me drinks, which I thought you would like. And well, then yeah. when I, then when he like knocked me out, took my VCR and probably my innocence, I was like, probably. well, good riddance. You did not retain your anal virginity. Ah, <laughs> now that's a good comeback. That's a good comedy. In a comeback. box. In a box. In a box. Jesus Rach, Christ. did you notice any tropes in this one? Yes. Uh, oh, God, there was a trope. And it, it will come to me. I should have written it down because there was something so... Well, what, what, what were your tropes? Because I know there's definitely I, one. I have, like, none. I none? mean, I, th- yeah. I mean, there Not was, even orange juice? Not even orange juice. Because uh, That dinner. was one I was going to say. That was one that I was going to bring up that was not necessarily a trope we've ever noticed. Yeah. But that... Angela was set on serving some citrus to people. Uh, really, a completely missed orange so, juice. Then I guess it, was no, it, it wasn't orange, orange juice. juice. She okay. she was serving bowls of oh right with to the, the party. <laughs> Did you notice that too? That yeah, she, I, like, yeah. I figured it was lemons for iced tea or something. I, but they I were whole. Oh, were they? I thought they were slight. Okay. No, I no, no, often no. pass out citrus fruit, whole uncut citrus fruit at parties. You know how to yeah. party. Yeah. 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 I mean, just with straws. Just well, they're like, doing like, ecstasy. That's what yeah. you do. <gasps> That's what kind of party it was. Wait. I, what? what? Lemons? Yeah. Lemons? No, no, no. It's just citrus, orange juice. Oh, because of yeah. the vitamin C, kicks yeah. your serotonin levels up. Yeah. Yeah. So, so they're just like, so imagine being on ecstasy. You're just rolling, and then you Done. put like a lemon wedge in your mouth. Like that. The next time I eat ecstasy, which I don't think I ever will, but who knows, I'm going to try that. Good. I mean, right. we're, we all have plans to do heroin when we're 70, so we might as well oh. throw some ecstasy I mean, in there. It, that, I, I, yeah, I'm actually, I'm with Stephanie. I'm kind of moving that date up every day just a little bit. <laughs> yeah, it's like, why From not? From the it's 70s, I'm, why? It's I'm like, I'm like no, at down, 60, down, I'm, like, I'm like at 61 right now. Yeah. Oh, down, okay, you down. You mean like okay. up, uh, down. down. Up is okay, down, okay. left is right. I get it, okay. I get it. Black is orange. This brings up a good question. When you say the air conditioner is running and you're cold. Better catch it. <laughs> do I you are if you're cold are you gonna go turn the ac up or are you gonna turn it down oh i'm gonna turn it off but well, if you're gonna change the temperature one way yeah. or the other do you turn it up or turn it down because that's always i think it really me. depends on my mood i don't think you're getting the question right no i do <laughs> I, I i do i don't like that's actually i because think it depends on my mood up, if you're no, turning I think it up, it, really it could de- mean it's blowing more uh, cold I, I, or I the temperature. I totally understand right, the know? question. I really yeah. think it depends on my mood and what I'm thinking of at that time. Because okay. uh, there are times that I'd probably be like, no, I probably would say I'm turning it down. Uh, when, to turn the I mean, temperature, temperature down. Temperature da- up. Yeah. Or uh, turn the temperature yeah. up so you're turning yeah. the, the, the strength down. But I could okay. see myself actually saying... 
Yeah, I don't know. I'm very... Uh, I'm really glad I'm, I asked this question. I, I'm very conflicted by it because I could... <laughs> like, I still stand by it. I, it depends on my mood. But it is... It's quite, quite the conundrum. I, like, I'm not... We're gonna have to. We're gonna have to videotape it. Like okay. you, we're oh. have, when we're together yeah. again. Let's put more have. effort into this for yeah. sure. I, I, dude, now I'm curious because I feel like I could say it either way. I mean, I know what it is. I would say that I'm gonna turn the temperature up. Right, but that's the thing. But, that, which makes sense. But when people right. say I'm gonna turn, well, I I'm, just, I'm gonna turn the I air up. I'm gonna turn the air conditioning up. You know, temperature I, up makes sense. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Let's now t- let's take a break. Quick. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. It's time for Zach's interlude. It's time for Zach's interlude. Gotta interlude a certain amount of time. Why the ladies pee? I'm just gonna sit here and rhyme. It's the interlude, Zach's interlude. Crazy dude with an interlude. <laughs> hey, hey, everybody. Uh, everybody, hey. Yeah, what you gonna do with an interlude? Hey, I got this interlude. Gonna hang my interlude, lay it on your shoulder like a boulder. Interlude time. Is he gonna rhyme? Is he gonna take up too much time? Well, he said time twice. That's not very good. Like when you roll two ones when you're shooting dice. How's it going, everybody? Uh, I don't want to be. Uh, I don't want to be too um, too bold here. Uh, but I, I want to assume that you're feeling as as uh, uh, frothy with with freedom right now as as I am as we are here at Lifeline we feel we feel free I don't know where I'm going with that um pretty good at interludes I mean I invented the interlude uh I feel like no the ladies invented the interlude because they initially had to go pee like they were the mothers of the interlude their pee was the sperm that went into the uh, 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 egg of my mind to make yes. the screaming baby that is the interlude. Does that make sense to everybody? I just got here and it makes total sense. Hey, are we on episode 40? This is 41. Ah, I'm always one off from the big the yeah. big ones. Ooh, that means... Zombie. Zombie fift- 40. 50's coming, y'all. Oh, are you going to commit suicide? Yeah, isn't that what you're going to commit suicide? <laughs> I wouldn't point that out, Zach. I mean, unless you're down. I mean, we're going to hold you to that. Uh, That's like nine weeks. I don't know. I got to get through Christmas, I think. Actually, if we double up, it'll be like seven. (laughs) Hopefully. Oh, you guys, today is Quinn's birthday. She's four. Happy birthday, Quinn. Yeah, she listens. She's, yeah. You know who you should introduce her to is Chris and Megan's son, who's also named Quinn. So they can be Quinn and Quinn. Oh, and they can have a detective show. Oh my god, even better. Yeah. They could yeah, go Quinn, around Quinn. telling people that they're quinning. They're quinning. Quinning! Quinning! That's quinning. that catchphrase. Yeah. And then they're like this. Back to like back to back with their arms crossed. Quinning. Oh, but but like their hands are actually like connected too. 
And they, yeah, quinning. Oh, this needs to happen. Are we doing toddler matchmaking on the show now? Is that yeah, what's on happening? The, on the and, and heteronormative matchmaking. So, too, yeah, so. exactly. Yeah. yeah. Well, I mean, their sexuality aside, they'd make a great detective team. Is they really would. the point. Yeah. And, like, yeah. and their gender okay. aside. Like, right. Yeah. Like, I'm yeah. totally you down. You can wear for... a trench coat, no matter what gender you are. No matter what gender you are, wear a trench coat right now. Uh, so back to this movie. So let's talk about all this opening. Like the, okay, so they're in the car. That's the opening scene. Which I think is the best scene, by the way. I think it's the best acted and the best written. It's all downhill from here. That might be true. That's a good point. That's a fair point. Uh, but Until the beheadings, had... but yeah. Oh, yeah, but the beheadings were fantastic. And yeah. actually made me kind of want to eat ribs. Um, <laughs> so they, they were driving, and there's a lot of... Um, Expository. (laughs) Expository. I always want to say expository. I'm just going to have a cut of you saying expository and I'm going to insert it in. Please do. There's a lot of expository dialogue. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Thank you. Please do that. Um, So, but the one of the lines that stuck out to me was they were making that, you know, kind of peaceful, nobody's going to get upset conversation about the weather. And right, so dad. sorry, Terry and Neil are Terry has picked up Neil, I guess, from the airport. Neil is coming home and it's the two of them in the car and they're having kind of a heart to heart. Yes. Those were all fine de- those were those were well, fantastic de- No, 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 no. That wasn't sarcastic. I meant okay. no, like I'm an idiot. I can't tell with you. Okay. No, I know, I know. I'm sorry. <laughs> that really did sound sarcastic, but what I meant was I'm a fucking idiot. I was no. I was annoyed with myself for thinking why don't you people just know what I'm thinking about right now? <laughs> uh, no. So Stephanie did a fantastic, that's not sarcastic. She did a fantastic job. We just need like a re- light on that like is when you're sarcastic and when you're not. That's, so yeah, that's that's absolutely fair. That I could be like. Rah, rah, rah. So yeah, they're, they're driving home and the father says something about there was snow. It just lifted last week. And. When they get to the house, everyone's in summer dresses and like summery clothes. Oh, and I'm so like, it takes place in Austin. Exactly. I was like, because I'm pretty sure this was filmed in Canada. Yeah. Just throw it out there. Pretty sure yeah. it was Canada. 100%. Yeah. yeah. But there was that. And then later in the movie, I noticed that when uh, they were outside in some scene, there were crickets chirping. And I was like, crickets only chirp in the summer. Everyone knows that. Everyone knows that. Really? Huh. I didn't know I'm that. pretty sure. I I'll didn't find, know that. I'll you find don't hear crickets in the winter. I mean, that's yeah. just not a, yeah. I yeah. mean, I guess I don't always, I haven't been outside in so long, you guys. The cold, dead <laughs> silence of winter. Yeah. Yeah. I, it, the crickets pandemic, pack their you know. bindles and go to, to go to the Yucatan. Hmm. Yeah. That sounds delicious. It's, yeah. Jiminy Cricket. <laughs> I love I've it. I've heard it's not that bad. Yeah. Yeah. I'm thinking yeah. of sweet potatoes. Yeah. <laughs> Rachel, I really, I love the things you you notice in movies. That's great. Love that. It's because I I intermittently pay attention to things. Right. Oh, that's weird. Except for major plot points. Yeah, fuck that. (laughs) (laughs) The father's dead. The father died. (laughs) Um. Yeah. No, I thought that that opening scene. I was watching it and I was thinking, okay, this is actually good. This seems well written. You know, when pe- what really drives you crazy when people are driving in movies and they're having a conversation, how much they look away from the road. 
I like to count and think, okay, you'd be dead after those three seconds. Yeah, exactly. Nobody, yeah, that's nobody funny. can see my reaction to Stephanie, but it was one of like I'm pretty yeah. sure I turned into the Hulk right now because that you makes did. me so mad. I'm like, God damn it! It's not that fucking hard. Like we all know that I don't like ambiguous um, ambiguity, ambiguity, and yep, ambiguity. Now I can't say it because ambiguity. I, Ambiguity. I'll just yeah. place that in there. Yeah, they, ambiguity. Uh. <laughs> that's, yeah, that's what they do. That, that. <laughs> yeah, exactly. That's exact. Again, for you people who can't see us, that was a fine uh, reenactment of literally every movie that's ever had two people in a car by Stephanie. Yeah. <laughs> Did you have a high point of the movie? Oh, yeah. I think we already it? talked about it when the heads got ripped off. That was pretty badass. Yeah, that was my high, my high point. But I kind of feel like yeah, there's some there's some other the good points to hit. Um, such as Screech was in this movie. Yes. Yeah. Wait, what? Yeah, Screech was in this movie. Well, Sam, not the real uh, Screech. Right. Uh, oh, the oh, kid shit. that played Screech. In Sam the... Kinseth. Yeah. That's awesome. He plays the neighbor. Yeah, Neil. So yeah, Neil comes home and there's this welcome home party. And all the neighborhood is there, and there's a girl that he has a crush on, Kara. Who's also his next-door neighbor. Who's also his neighbor, and she has two little brothers who are both... They're both Screech, actually, but, yeah. you know, one of or, them is actually... Or Sam young Kinsa. Rays. Yes, yeah, they, but, with, have... but with freckles, like ginger Rays. Yeah. 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 yeah, yeah, they both have the hair of Ray. Mm-hmm. My Ray. Yeah, yeah. And, uh... The brothers are dicks, but she, but that's another thing is, is they have this love interest wedged in. You get the impression that Neil and this girl, Kara, were probably kind of starting something before he set his mom on fire and went to live with his mom, for, his aunt for two years. But there's no reason for the love interest. What? I, like but I, what, most movies. Yeah, I mean, well, there, yeah, I mean, I guess just to add a, a bit of tension, but I agree with you, like most movies there wasn't, but... What I uh, really appreciate about, you know, seeing her and her brothers was their dad, Mr. Evans, comes up to Neil and he's the first one who comes up to Neil out of the family Mm -hmm. and says, hey, Neil, it's me, Mr. Evans. You remember me, right? And at the time you think, oh, this might be somebody he met like two or three times, like maybe his dad's work buddy or something. No, it's his next door fucking neighbor. And he has a love interest in his daughter. And I was like, wait, what? And yeah, then then Mr. Evans is like, yeah, I did a good job keeping an eye out on your dad. And he was like, well, my dad got married, got a, got a wife in that Yeah, time. you were supposed to make sure and... he didn't get married, Mr. Evans. Yeah, you were supposed to suck his dick, yeah. Mr. Evans. Wow. Yeah, yeah so hey, he Ray. didn't need to. Thanks, Ray. What do you look like, Ray? Ray, you're one of the good Come ones, here. Ray. Show him their shirt. You're one of the good ones. Uh, Is it the one I yeah, got? So... Did he leave? What the fuck? What's, what shirt is he wearing? Oh, uh, it had Is it the one I got? all over it. Oh. No, 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 no. I just, it's a tank top he, he, he framed that. Climbing oh. something. Yeah, he, he framed that. That one, the Bojack Horseman one. Mm-hmm. If there's, a, if you guys look, look, Lifeline listeners, if you want to get Ray something, he is a medium in men's and he loves t-shirts. Don't, don't buy Ray anything. Give us the $17. Like, yeah. why are you, you trying to get Ray? Out. 
You just said the motherfucker got a thousand t-shirts. You can spread it out. And really, if you really want to do something for Ray, give us money because Ray doesn't have a job, so I have to pay his bills. There you go. Go to our Patreon. yeah. 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 Guys, you know, this is a good time to plug our Patreon because we do a extra bonus that's what extra is it's bonus episode (laughs) (laughs) redundancy on patreon for those of you who give us money rachel and i uh well our october episode is coming out here soon uh but last last month we did fatal affair starring was that last month already along yeah it was at the very end of september oh my god i know Guys, COVID is just not right. Yeah, let's get rid and, of the COVID. Yeah, and give us your money. Um, yeah, yeah, mostly yeah. that part. Yeah, uh, but uh, yeah. So my, uh, or were we still talking about anything, or should I just keep going? Were we talking no, about, keep uh, going. You, you do you. Okay, I'll do me. I do often as much as possible because no one else will. Huh. Uh, I think the best performance was Polly, the little brother Polly, um, Gatlin Griffith. I I will I will second that he probably was the best, but I think it also might be um, that we're very forgiving of him because. So the other weird thing about this party is that like, not only does Angela just try to serve a bowl of whole lemons to people, which is <laughs> so weird. Lemon, um, lemon, lemon. Yeah. Do you like a lemon? Do you have your lemon? But yeah, Neil comes into the house because. He's like, I don't have any interest in you fucking I people. Go I need to find my little brother. Yeah. <laughs> or that. Whichever. Yeah. And so Neil walks into the house, and it's a two-story house, and Neil at the bottom of the stairs just starts screaming, Polly. Right. As opposed to, like, walking up the stairs. You know the house. You know yeah. where <laughs> And Polly's bedroom has a sign on it that yeah. says, Polly's so, room. Yeah. Plus, I was like, plus you, you've lived there. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I was like, it was silly. Why, why is he just screaming up the stairs? But he finally gets up there. Like some things happen. You find out that all of his stuff has been that Neil's stuff has been boxed up. Polly's gone through it, and then Terry, the dad, comes in, and this is where we find he is a monotone actor. He all he can do is scream. So he's having this party, welcome back party for his son Neil. And, but he finds both of them up in the same room and they've unpacked some of Neil's stuff and they're looking mm-hmm. and he just like starts screaming and Angela sets the tray down with a bowl of lemons and then it's like runs upstairs and Terry's like, get everyone out of my fucking house. I got, we got some matters yeah. to deal with. This is family matters, but not the TGIF kind. <laughs> yeah. We got to watch out. family matters. Get the <laughs> yeah. fuck yeah. out. Thank God it's fucking Friday. Am I right, bitches? And this is the one where Stephane. Urkel becomes Stefan. Yeah. <laughs> oh, wait, I forgot it. That's actually a thing. Yeah. Side note, Ray's paid, played basketball with Stefan. Oh, but not wow. Urkel? Not Urkel. Mm-hmm. He, was, he was in his Stefan. Well, he mode. was, yeah, because apparently he really is more Stefan than Urkel in real life. Oh, surprise, surprise. Yeah, I know, right? Wow. Wait, who would you who would you rather be? Sc- Screech or Urkel? Urkel. 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 Well, you'd always, yeah, I'd always rather be black than white. And also he was a lot smarter. Like yeah. a lot Yeah, smarter. that's true. Oh, that's yeah. right. Yeah, and Screech like he, really wasn't a brainiac. He, only, he was a dork. No, he was just, he was just an yeah. idiot. Yeah. yeah. And he was yeah. in this movie. That's right. He played, yeah. Good segue go. back to the movie that back we barely watched. Back to the left. movie. Yeah. 
Yeah, <laughs> we, yeah. It, oh, I'm sorry. <laughs> did you want to go further out? I'm sorry. I didn't. I mean, I didn't mean to rail no. us back when we we'd only yeah. minorly derailed. Way to rail. Um, <laughs> I will give this movie this: how uh, Neil and Polly have a very realistic brother relationship, and I that's. I'll give it some credit. Like I felt, I will, yeah, you don't think so? I will give. Well, the only reason I'm gonna like hesitantly say yes to that is because Neil had this weird habit of calling Polly "ma'am." He was like, "Why didn't you tell me that, ma'am?" And I'm like, "I just don't see that." Like, um, a 17 year old would call his like eight year old, ten year old brother "ma'am." Like. It's an interesting I, uh, detail to yeah pick. yeah well but also did you notice that Terry called Neil kid all the time? So, I yeah, I mentioned it a couple of times. Yeah, well, yeah. that's because he was because he was a bully. Because Terry was a he bully. was a bully, and yeah. he, but I also thought it was supposed to be kind of a sign of infect uh, infection sign infection. of affection. Yeah, uh, that he would call really? him a kid. Well, so if we look at it as a sign of him being a bully, mm-hmm. and then we look at the way that Neil calls his younger brother man, that is a sign of hey. You are not a little kid. I see you as an equal or a grown human. I feel like we have a film student in the house. Like, is this a film student? Like, are we? Uh, I didn't go to Full Sail. I didn't go to Full Sail. Nice. I have a real job. Oh, <laughs> what are you? What are you? The waiter for my brunch? A few oh years ago? man! No, I work at the Seven Eleven. I sell corn chips, <laughs> but only corn chips. Yeah, but not even free. Not, not even Fritos. Uh, I'm not good enough for Fritos. Uh, yeah, I mean, no, that's actually a really good point. Maybe, I mean, maybe there was something. Probably not at all. No, no, it probably was because as a. As we kind of talked about before, I think there is probably, like, these people who write these are probably, like, a little bit deeper and more intelligent than we give them credit for. But this is, like, what they get because life is super competitive. Well, and- yeah. And, you know, the the screenplay that they submit is not what gets made most of the time. Yeah, they go I could th- believe they, that. they send it off to other people for rewrites. They edit stuff out. So they kind of manipulate it. Whoever they sell it to will n- manipulate it and change it. So, yeah. You know. So, no, I could see that as kind of being uh, a secret, not a secret, but like a read between the lines, symbolic kind of moment. Yeah. But I will say the one thing that takes away from Polly's credibility as an actor is the scene in the diner when like so the party breaks up and weirdly Angela just like like makes it rain on the kids she's just like like Terry oh. has screamed at everyone get out of my house yeah and Angela's like you know what boys I know like you just got home just go somewhere just go yeah. somewhere and she's just some like money. go she's just go like, have yeah. brother time yeah. yeah and they go ride by and she actually says that bike. she says yeah. go have brother time yeah and yeah then they ride over to some what was the re- Melanie's Melanie's, Melanie's diner, diner. Hmm. and Sounds uh, nice. yeah apparently they get the Rubens all the time Ooh, um, nice but this is also where the kids come, the pulley guys, and they talk. They see Neil, and they're like, "Hey, 
well, look at this chump. You know, like start pounding their fist. Like Biff shows up. Really? Because yeah. that's that's, that's what they do in high school. You know, in high school, they're just like, let me go pick on Neil. And uh, and it, but then they're like, we heard you got sent away. What the fuck, buddy? And Polly is like, yeah, he got sent away because I got I was crazy. Like he he basically puts on this act to scare them. But what's great is after that, the bullies are like. What are you talking about? <laughs> Which is my well, so that's where I kind of thought Wait, like Polly 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 wasn't like a great actor because there there were some moments of awkwardness. And you did it for a moment, like feel like it was like Clint Eastwood had been thrown into No Country for Old Men had been thrown into like blazing saddles. So there were like oh. layers upon layers upon layers. Really? Without the huh. humor of blazing saddles though. And Polly was like, no, he got sent away because of me. And then he was like, that's right. I'm his brother. <laughs> so I don't know. That's where that was where Polly kind of diverged from being a good actor to me. Hmm. Otherwise, I 100% agree with you that Polly was by far the best yeah. actor in this whole show. He gets by best, far. best Oscar. Best, best yeah. Oscar. Yeah, so let's talk about the monster. I think that was uh, the the budget for this movie was one million dollars. One million fucking dollars for a lifetime movie. Well, they I spend spent that it on all... toilet paper every year. They they I think they spent it all in the last twenty minutes of the movie. Because... Okay, so Steph, <laughs> did you stop the movie and like look at the monster's makeup like we did? And mm-hmm. uh, how... okay, so I never did. I didn't. I because I. Full disclosure. The monster it. was really good. Um, it was. It was. They did uh, a good job because there was no CGI. This was no. all, which that's how I think that's a marker of how good your effects are if you aren't relying on computer graphics. Um, right. Yeah. Th- I think I think the monster deserved a better movie for how good it was actually once you finally see and you don't see the monster until like the last 20 minutes of the movie you every once in a while you see a claw come out from under the bed but yeah i i feel that the monster it was the monster was really um well done and really well designed it was an interesting design so yeah, i like i that. mean i only saw it because i wanted to go back and um do the 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 pause on it uh like i did with host um yeah. but it, and all honesty, I just really didn't have time. Didn't care. Huh. No, yeah. no, I absolutely did care. Uh, but I uh, I started watching this movie last night after work, and I got about three-fourths of the way through. And um... Oh, so do you want me to tell you the end? No, I've seen the end. Okay. I've seen the end. I've seen all the sparkles. I've seen the sparkles. <laughs> sparkles? There's sparkles? They went to hell, and it was so pretty. It was very sparkly. Like, I, was, I don't see yeah. why people don't want to go to hell. You know, yeah, it, it looked pretty. nice and warm and sparkly, yeah. honestly. Mm-hmm. Well, you know, uh, my my theory, I have a theory on hell real quick. It's kind of yeah. like it's what the Vikings did with Iceland and Greenland. I think the yeah. ancient Gnostic <gasps> Christians oh. knew the real mm-hmm. secret that hells were... Because why... It was posed in South Park. I, there's maybe South Park. I don't know. One it was some show years ago. I saw, but it was posed. <laughs> Mister Rogers. Like if you, if if you know, because Satan went against God and got cast out. Yeah. Lucifer got cast Which out. We though. needed your help on this in Devil's yeah, Diary. I feel like by the way, we've already talked about this, but you weren't there. So. You weren't there. So you so, have to recap it. So why stop would you mansplaining us? 
Why would you get kicked out of heaven? Because he basically got kicked out of heaven because he didn't like the way the government was being run by right. the oppressive God regime. Yeah. Uh, he gets kicked out. Why? Why make it a bummer? He needs to make it like party time. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. Yeah. get this is how you get the people in the door. You know, like right. But uh, yeah, I think I think maybe it's it's like a switcho reverso. Like really, heaven's like super lame. It's just blank. Just blankscape. Yeah. Everybody's going to get there, and it's just blank. It's like Utah. Yeah, you're just yeah. floating around, bumping into each other. Oh, pardon me. I've oh, never understood me. the idea of, like, milk and honey flow down the road. I'm like, that's gross. Like, right, that is gross. I want, like, wine and vodka and, like... like and cocaine. Thing, and cocaine. <laughs> Fuck yeah. yeah, I want cocaine. I want yeah. things... Email us cocaine, like wine podcast. <laughs> I want things to runneth over, but yeah. also to know that when I indulge, it's not going to really hurt me. Like, yeah. so I don't understand this heaven because fuck money, money and hilk. I don't understand this heaven. I don't understand this. How you say how you heaven. say. <laughs> well, it's a lot of milk well, and honey. They waterboard you with milk and honey for eternity. Oh. <laughs> That's Satan, what that sounds like. Satan, call us. Like, call it, us at one eight hundred Life Wine. Yeah. What What do you got going on? Like, can you give us a better deal? Oh yeah, he's not doing shit these days. It's twenty twenty. Yeah. Oh, maybe Satan. he's well, not. Maybe God has finally come back. Jesus has come back, and that's why everything's so fucked up. Nah, there would have been Jesus a rapture. Back. All right. Jesus yeah. is back. All right. Jesus. Maybe there is was back. a rapture right. in twenty sixteen when David Bowie and Prince died. Maybe that mm. was they covered up the yep. rapture. It was six people, which means Alan Rickman was also part of the. Oh rapture. well, of makes course, sense. yeah. This makes sense. This makes yeah. sense. This has legs, man. This has legs. You know who doesn't have legs? <laughs> I don't know. Terry, does Terry get his head ripped off? Yes, yes! he does. Yeah. Shit goes crazy. Here's my. I have lot. Here's one of my many questions. Why is the monster there? Uh, we can put that aside because who cares? But why did he remain dormant for so long? He's been living under the bed. He came out at a certain point, killed the mom, uh, and then when Neil left, he when he comes back, he discovers that in those two years, Polly's been dealing with this monster. Hmm. Yeah, like it has it out for Neil. Neil, like, and Neil says this. Like, it's an allegory for abusive parenting. I yeah. guess one hundred percent. That's my thought. Because Terry obviously went to the Stephanie's dad school of parenting. Oh. He put some scissors in his rope <laughs> when no Jesus. one was looking. Yeah, that was the <laughs> least of what he did. Yeah. Such a dark story. What do you mean that's the least? Because I got it easier out of my brothers got it the worst. Oh, I was gonna say because because after that it was just a, a chainsaw revved up that he put in his room. Like... Dad, what's wrong with your rope? Nothing. That was Stephanie's childhood. That's why her 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 childhood memoirs are called. So basically, like. I guess, like, Neil has this theory that the monster's been eating his dead skin cells. Right, which he's thinking of dust mites. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and then, so, at the beginning of the movie, again, with the, um, 
the party and Mr. Evans, Mr. Evans is like talking to Neil as he got home and was like, you remember my boys, we should all have a sleepover one night. Yeah. Okay, Mr. Evans, He's I know really what eager. your end game is. Mm-hmm. I know what mm-hmm. you're thinking. Just because I look like a 23 year old meth addict doesn't mean I'm into older men. And, but somehow Mr. Evans convinces Terry and Angela, who are now Neil's guardians, that a sleepover is a good idea. And so they literally walk next door. With their pillows. And then, and, yeah, with their pillows. <laughs> and the oldest daughter, who seems to be the love interest of Neil, is like, yeah. what, are you, what, are you, what are you doing here? And he's like, oh, we're having a sleepover. And she's like, with my you're 17. little brothers? Like, yeah. The oldest one is 12 and you're 17. Well, are and his idea is that, well, yeah, it's, it's, to, it's to keep an eye on my little brother. That's what he says to her. Yeah. And then, like... That's really so I can jerk off onto your pillow. Ah! (laughs) That part was edited out. I just know. Oh, right. I just know. I I saw the script before. But this comes at a perfect time because the monster has been torturing them and they haven't slept and they're sleeping on dressers in the bedroom and their dad's yelling at them and, you know, they need to get away. And they need to get... they Yeah. Yeah. And... Sorry, I'm texting Ray more one. Uh, <laughs> I'm going to uh, text too. Oh, yeah, do, do. So here's my what the fuck moment. Okay. At the climax of the movie, the, the boys are like, let's get this monster. And they're in the garage because that's how that happens. And the monster is great. There's fog and he's this weird. The monster's great. Love the monster. 100 points to the monster. Where's my wine? Ray. Just drink exactly. it out of the bottle, you... Can I say cunt again? Yeah, yeah. call me a cunt. Great. This is the cunt episode, everybody. It obviously is. We're at like 11. So we find out at, earlier in the movie, they're in the closet... In the closet. <laughs> they're in the, yeah, I bet. in the garage hanging out, and there's an urn with mom's ashes in it. In the garage? because... She died in a fire. So I guess they really didn't have to. They just needed the urn. Right? <laughs> I wondered about that, too. I was like, did, like, because they also, and I know, I'm sorry to, to like, just jump to no. this, but they talk it's about good. her grave. So I'm like. Well, lots of times there are graves for people. No, no, no. I know. Fall. But I thought, did they just, because the, the Polly says, dad told sorry, me I could. Polly. Okay. Polly. Polly. I thought you said Pelly. <laughs> Polly, uh, I probably did. You know how my accent is. Yeah. Um, oh, everywhere. Pa- Polly said, "Yeah, I talk like a fucking idiot." Uh, Polly says, "Like he shows him the air and says, Dad told me I could keep her.' <laughs> like she's a boat. Or she a followed dog. me home. I keep her. Keep her. <laughs> but he couldn't. You know, she had to be out of her way, out of his way, and she's not in her grave. And so I thought the same thing you did, Steph. I was like." He sweep up the ashes? Well, like... I think the thing is, though, a fire has to be so hot to actually dissolve a body. Yeah, that's all. true, but, like, turn about. So I'm sure that there was probably a burned body that they took to the crematorium, and then they created the cremains right. from that. They it's just hose it down. They Yeah. Yes. Well, then it doesn't burn if you hose it down. Right. <laughs> it's like, I can't set this thing on fire. Yeah, well, if you hose it down with gasoline, it burns better. Yeah. Oh, that, there you go. There you go. Yeah, because as we know from Ozark and Six Feet Under, 
the body, it has to be a really, really hot fire, which is very rare that a house fire or something of that nature. It's very rare that people, if you're going to murder somebody, don't set a house on fire around it to try to get rid of the evidence because it's not going to work. You're just going to be left with bones. No body, no murder. That's it. Uh, Buy a crematorium. Do like the birds on on Ozark. Get yourself a crematorium. It's a front for your business, your money laundering. You're set. Go, go, go. (laughs) Rachel's drinking from the bottle, ladies and gentlemen. It's a... Nope, I'm not going to say what it is. What is it? You got it oh, it's a, it's a red blend, but it's from our winery. It's called the Reston Red. Ooh. Uh, oh, like from True Detective. Rest, Reston's their kid's name, so. Uh. Well, he grew up to be Matthew McConaughey. Just let go with it. No, I believe you. <laughs> I'm just saying, like, God, In that's that a timeline, weird time he order. becomes Rustin. Yeah. Time is Rustin a flat circle. Rustin or Reston? It's a flat circle. Rustin or Reston? Rustin. Oh, no, this is Reston. Oh, fuck him then. Yeah, it's uh, <laughs> it's with an E. It's like, oh, if, if you were to I don't like it. rest in peace. Uh, like, their oh. mom did not. Yeah, because she's on fire. <laughs> yeah, right. So, uh, yeah, so he she's in the urn as a dead person, ashes. And the monster comes out. The guys are fighting him. But then they end up in the garage somehow. The monster's like, yeah. <laughs> But yeah, then, but like <laughs> exactly. he's he's about to attack Neil, and then for Polly is off to the side, and he says, "Grab Mom's ashes," and Neil's like, "What?" And then Mom's urn is right here, and he takes her ashes and like throws it on the monster, and that kills the monster. What? I didn't. Yeah, I didn't. That's I, my I, what the fuck moment. What? Yeah. What the fuck? Like, right. I'm sorry. What? You yeah. could have done that the whole Why? time. Did he know then, that this? How did he know that, did that he, would work? I know, suddenly he knew. Suddenly he knew. He's like, oh, grabs. He tells him to grab mom's he could have. Like, he he could have done that months ago. Did they a scene out? Well, I three think, scenes? So what, what I gathered the entire was movie? there was the chainsaw bit. Yeah. Chainsaw? Like, because, because uh, Neil was like, Neil for some reason thought like I can chainsaw this guy, the, the demon thing up. But you can't, something that can't die doesn't have any fear. Yeah, does. yeah, yeah, yeah. He has this infallible well, logic. No, um, I mean, I get that. If you if you can't die, what do you have to fear? Uh, right. Loneliness. Well, okay, very good. Okay. <laughs> 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 that's all the monster needed was just a friend. Yeah, well, maybe that's kill all he wanted. I just wanted to know if you guys wanted to go get some hot dogs. <laughs> oh God. I love hot dogs. I've eaten them two nights in a row, monster. I've just been eating all this dead skin cells. I just wanted to be your friend. To be fair, monster, dead skin cells are actually probably better than hot dogs. I've never Uh, had a hot dog. Aw, let's be friends with the monster. Come out of the bed, monster. I want to make a monster puppet now. Dead, dead skin cell eating monster puppet. I feel monster. really bad for the monster. I'm like, monster. All right, all right, all right. I mean, I did Aww. kill your mom. Uh, that I did too. That's I okay. did that. You didn't, 
You didn't know any better. You hey, killed dad too. You ripped dad's head off. I would have killed my mom I too. Did. He t- fuck Terry. Fuck that motherfucker. And he kills the kids next door, right? Oh, like, that's, he kills that's really? Ones. No, they were assholes. One turned out to be <laughs> exactly later, so he deserved. But they it. were they were dicks in the movie too. They were dicks in oh, the movie. Yeah. The so monsters. All the bad the guys monster. die. The monster was there to kill the bad you guys in Neil's life. We should. We should have the monster on. I would like to hear the monster's take on eating those kids. You can't. He literally literally ripped the head off of one of those kids. So I would like to hear that monster's take on eating that kid's head. I mean, he had an interesting um, MO. You know, he would... He, you know, and he also at one point when he's hurt, when he hurts, when he hurts Polly, he hurts him on the neck. He loves necks. Maybe he's a vampire gone bad. Ooh, Mary, or he's just like Gimslet. Giblet. Like what? Oh, Giblet. Or Gimslet. Gimslet. Kate Gimslet. Kate. Maybe. Kate Gimslet. <laughs> I was. I've never had cake. I'm just oh, going into. I'm just going into a Fat Albert voice. It's just turning into a Fat Albert voice. No, no, just keep being the monster. Go with it. Live with the monster. Be the monster. I I don't know how long Zach can sustain this voice. Well, I feel like I I feel in my heart that the monster can live. Yeah, the monster. Does the monster monster need to eat my head? I'll just just, just take it off right now. We're fine with that. He's, oh, give him Ray's head because he's got basically two heads if you count the hair. Oh, does he oh, have yeah. beautiful hair? Oh. Have you what? not seen Ray's hair? Is this, is this a hair joke? Fucking ass. Yeah, have you not no. seen Ray's hair? Do you take all hair jokes personally? No, I'm saying Ray has too much <laughs> hair. Yeah, Ray's too much, hair Ray. Ray's out of control. Like, yeah. Ray is like, Ray's hair is like, if Ray, all show the us hair, hair from all the drains came together... And then landed on one person's head. That's Ray's hair. I, that doesn't sound inviting. I'm it's texting him. I said, I said, come show Zach your hair. No, that's see, you made I don't it. Know. You you made it weird. I don't know why Ray Ray just gets a little. I don't, I think he's intimidated by Zach. He's like, I, like I try to pull him in. No, I don't know if that's true. But there, let's call him. No, we're not let's calling call, him. Yeah. We gotta finish no, this. No, put show. him on speakerphone. Oh, I'll call him. Okay, you, you call him. Okay, hang on. You call my boyfriend. <laughs> Tell him I like him. Tell him I think he's okay. Rachel likes you. Do you like her? <laughs> Can you guys hear that? Yep. Okay. Hello? Hello. This is Lifewine <laughs> Podcast calling. Is this Ray? Uh, yeah. Yeah, that's me. That's me. Number one fan. Ray! These ladies are drunk, man. You gotta help me out. <laughs> I don't think he can't hear you because he doesn't have headphones Oh, on. right. <laughs> Uh, Ray, what is the phrase that pays? Uh, at least it's not Wednesday. Sorry, bye. <laughs> I don't know, Bonham. He's terrible. You lost, loser. Call back later, Ray. All right. We're, we're a call-in later. show now, except it's a reverse call-in <laughs> yeah. show. We just <laughs> call people. Yeah, well, she is Greek. <laughs> She is great. So I do like it going to out the indoor. Yeah. <laughs> You're in the outdoor. Yeah. This is my mm-hmm. boy apprentice. Yeah. So, uh. So wait, that's the end? Like, the monster no, no, dies. No. Let's, <laughs> just, let's just talk about the two heads getting ripped off because. Yeah. yeah I want to know about will that. make you want to eat Korean ribs. It's so <laughs> delicious looking. 
That's oh where they spent God. all their money. Looks great. They did. They did. Yeah. So uh, the Neil and his little brother go over to the cunt bitches. Um, next door neighbors <laughs> and those their names are Roger and Robert. Yeah. Like, what kind of kid names are those? Come on, That's grow weird. up. They did and, you know, and they named them with grown up names. And one of yeah, them became Robert Evans, the famous film producer. That would actually be I mean, one of them was named Roger and their last name was Evans, so Come on, guys. <laughs> ah! Hey! Oh my god, it's a monster! Oh my god, it's hey, a monster! You get it looks like kind of scary. Let's go to what? Dave and Buster's, guys. <laughs> oh my god, I totally would go to Dave and Buster's with the monster. I would, I would, there's I would, so, I would, I would. There's so much COVID at Dave and Buster's. Wait, can you put that back up, please? I just okay. want to get a photo of it. That was so um, good. It looks like. Um, is that just me when I'm drunk? That's actually that's that a picture be- of you. That's from your Facebook. Yeah, um, <laughs> I think that's it, my profile pic. What is the not chunk, but what's the the dude's name from Goonies? Sloth. Oh, sloth. He looks like sloth with his skin burned off. Yeah. Yeah. Oh my God! Maybe the monster burned in a fire, and that's why. Oh yeah. Maybe. He he's, definitely yeah, looks like maybe. a burn victim. He's a te- he died in a fire in, under the bed. Um, eating dead skin cells. Eating dead and skin so cells. And so now. He's like Freddy. Well, it is very much like a Nightmare on Elm Street. I thought that too. You can't go to sleep. Yeah, yeah. I thought that too. Um, Very much a nod to the '80s kind of horror genre in general. But yeah, which sorry, you were like probably the best of all the horror genres. Like actually, like the the best of. Yeah, like I don't know where the '90s and the 2000s like started getting. I don't know. They got weird. Scream. That was '90s was Scream. Scream was brought, really good, though. They brought the back the horror genre, the, the slasher genre. Yeah, Scream the, revitalized yeah. that. that the 2000s is ghosts. It, well, and also like just like Hauntings. gruesome, like, and I'm wow. not opposed to gruesome, but I'm like, gruesome doesn't scare me in the end. Like, well, like and, torture porn, and, yeah, like yeah. Hostile. But I will say when they when the monster ripped off the heads, uh, yeah. so the monster did. They they were spending the night with the Evans kids. And yeah. and the monster got the older brother of the Evans. Mm-hmm. Uh, like, these kids were so uh, incredulous. And then, like, the monster did show up. Oh, because of the pillows. Because yeah, the pillows had the dead skin cells. Dead skin cells and mm-hmm. that was, like, the trail or something. Um, but actually, when the this monster ripped off the heads of the, the child, the Evans child, and then the father, Terry... There were moments that my little tummy got a little queasy. I was like, this huh. yeah. that's why I was really blown away that this was a Lifetime movie. Because there was that scene where, as I said earlier, they like showed the, the door, which was a stark white door. And then blood, like bright red yeah. blood just splattered across it. Like temperate. I, yeah. I was just trying to give him a hug. <laughs> I, I'm so sorry. It's it okay. actually kind of did. It's it okay. actually did kind of look like that because the monster did come yeah, up with like, like a that. like yeah. a almost like a pretzel hug, like a yeah. crisscross applesauce with the arms, yep. and uh, the head just like happened to pop off, and the it, monster was oops, like, "Oh well, I mean, I'm gonna eat it." Blah, 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 blah. Like this, like eat the it? Right? I mean, yeah, I guess he. I don't know. Does he like drink know. the blood or does he like shower? Bathe in it. Yeah. No, we don't see. He just kills people and then takes them off to hell, yeah. I think. 
You know, I maintain that it's an allegory for abusive parenting because no matter what, you can't get out. I I think Steph, you you are really onto something because Terry was I like Terry was not a good parent. As soon as we're glad Terry's dead. Yeah. Yeah. So what they uh they wrap it up, drive away. No, they call the cops, which is great, because that's another question I have. How are you going to explain this to the cops? You got all these heads ripped off. He got all these heads ripped off. (laughs) Um, A monster did it. (laughs) No. (laughs) Right. Yeah, a monster named you. So, uh, what, uh, this was a good one, huh? No. It was fun. (laughs) So we have, like, the family drama, the first half of the movie, and then we have the last 20, 30 minutes is, like, the hell demon gore Gore, fest. Hell demon gore fest. Yeah, you're, which, yeah, I think that person ran for president, right? That was also one of my favorite sandwich condiments. (laughs) Yeah. Hell demon gore fest spread. It's like horseradish, but crazier. Yeah. Yeah. It's so spicy your head comes off. And so essentially, <laughs> uh, without that spectacular head ripping off display, I would give this film four buzz balls. Whoa. But the head ripping, the head oh ripping at the end would knock one of those buzz balls off. So I give it three overall, meaning I out of five, I only need three buzz balls to enjoy the movie. Because two people got decapitated. Very good. Yep. I Beautiful. need to find those chicken wings that knock my head off. Like the Hell Gordon of Fat of the Fat. I don't know hell, what we talked about earlier. Hell Demon Gorefest. Yes. Yeah, it's actually pronounced Hell Demon Gorefest. Hello, I'm Hell Demon Gorefest. <laughs> hell Demon Gorefest. I give this movie 2.25 buzz balls. Wow, that's it. That's it. Oh, so I really like this movie. The acting was quite shit. That's but, the lowest uh, you've ever I, given I had a, I, It Dude. is. It is. I had some jumps. I had some jumps. So this was, uh, this was... Under uh, the bed. Oh, I was going to say one over the rainbow. One, but under okay. the bed one, is actually probably the One name. bed over the rainbow. Follow us on social media. Uh, we are on Twitter. We are on Instagram. We are on Facebook. You can find us at Lifeline Podcast in all these places. We're also, I guess, on Quora and Pinterest, although I'm not really sure what we're doing there. Uh, email us at life. We're just fucking your mom on those. So they're fucking and ashes. Life. Oh, so does, so should I keep my mom's ashes yes, on me at all times absolutely. in case I run into a, a yeah. hell demon? Yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Okay. It's finally, it, your mom is finally earning her keep. Earning, because she's in an urn. <laughs> that is actually really funny. <laughs> that is really good. Way to go, Stephanie's um, mom. You finally win. Woo! Email us at lifelinepodcast at gmail.com. We will read your email on the air, regardless of how short or long or girthy it is or too messant. I don't know. If 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 it's really like, if it's really like long, no one wants anything long. I might shorten it a bit, but whatever. We want you to read us. 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 (laughs) We want you to Norman read us. Speaking of zombies, <laughs> that was last week. Um, <laughs> That's funny. Please do us a favor. Go to Apple Podcasts and give us five stars and leave us just a really quick review. It doesn't matter what you say. Just put a word in that box and give us five stars. Like, Rachel, what is something that somebody could put in a review that would help us? And it would take no time whatsoever. Puppy. 
Yeah, however you want to spell it. It could be a P-O-P-P-E-Y. It could be P-O-P-P-I-E. It could be P. I said puppy, not poppy. It could be both, oh, though. We're, we're going we're so gonna to run that back. weird. We're going to run that back. Yeah. Um, you could put whatever. You yep. could put whatever. Your mom. You could put your mom in the box. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. And it, uh, whether she's dead or just a magician's sidekick, put her in the box. I like that. And then saw her in half regardless. <laughs> you know saw us in half. Take an episode of ours, listen to the first half, cut it into quarters and give it to your friends and say, here, if you cut it in quarters, it lasts longer. And you That one guy lunch. and his right. wife who got divorced did cut us up. That one? Divorced oh, yeah. Him. John. Yeah. From John Town. Yep. John from John Town. You should definitely make uh, uh, cassette tapes of our podcast and then hand them to strangers. Oh, yeah. Let's oh, my God. Pressure. Especially if it's in Vegas. Yeah. Especially. Especially if it's in Vegas. Yeah. Sure. Why not? Bet, bet on us. You won't lose. <laughs> Thanks for listening. We love you. Bye. I See think ya. you're okay. You're gross, actually. Yeah. Oh. Yeah, totally. Bye!